Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of reactive arthritis found under the MSK section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 22-year-old man presents to his primary care physician's office due to pain in his knee, dysuria, and eye discomfort and discharge. Medical history is significant for a sexually transmitted infection due to chlamydia approximately one month ago. On physical exam, there is conjunctivitis, left knee swelling, and tenderness, as well as urethral discharge. Let's continue with an introduction to reactive arthritis. Clinically, it is defined as a systemic inflammatory disorder that results from following an extraarticular infection, such as a sexually transmitted infection and gastroenteritis. It typically results after one to six weeks after the infection. It was formerly known as Ryder syndrome, and it presents with the classic triad of urethritis, conjunctivitis, and arthritis. Demographically, it affects people between 20 to 40 years of age most commonly. In terms of the sex that is most commonly affected, following a genital urinary infection, it is more common to develop reactive arthritis in men and it affects men and women equally after a gastrointestinal infection. Risk factors include HLA-B27 positivity. In terms of the etiology, genital urinary pathogens include chlamydia trachomatis. Gastrointestinal pathogens include salmonella, shigella, yersinia, and campylobacter. In terms of the pathogenesis, unfortunately, this is still unclear. But with regards to the prognosis, Remember that most cases will spontaneously recover. Moving on to the presentation. Symptoms may include asymmetric joint pain, which may include the knee, ankle, and heel. Patients may also present with eye discomfort in cases of conjunctivitis. On exam, one may note conjunctivitis, arthritis, which is typically an acute and asymmetric oligoarthritis, genital involvement, such as with circinate balanitis, urethritis, and cervicitis, and some patients may also present with keratoderma blenorragicum. In terms of further studies, a complete blood count may demonstrate neutrophilic leukocytosis. Other labs may include an increase in C-reactive protein and erythrocyte sedimentation rate. In terms of the diagnostic criteria, remember that this is a clinical diagnosis. And with regards to the differential, make sure to think about ankylosing spondylitis, enteropathic arthritis, septic arthritis, gonococcal arthritis, gout, pseudogout, and rheumatoid arthritis. And lastly, with regards to treatment, medical options include non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. This is indicated as the drug of choice for acute phases of reactive arthritis. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to reactive arthritis, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 27-year-old male presents to his primary care physician complaining of pain with urination and eye redness. He reports that he developed these symptoms approximately one week ago. He also has noticed left knee and right heel pain that started a few days ago. He denies any recent trauma. He had an episode of abdominal pain and diarrhea 10 days ago that is now resolved. He has otherwise felt well. On exam, he walks with the limp and his conjunctiva are erythematous. 
laboratory findings are notable for an elevated erythrocyte sedimentation rate and an elevated C-reactive protein. Which of the following is most likely associated with this patient's condition? And the answer choices are Choice 1, HLA-B27 haplotype Choice 2, HLA-DR4 haplotype Choice 3, anti-cyclic citrullinated peptide antibody Choice 4, anti-centromere antibody or choice 5, rheumatoid factor. The best answer to this question is choice 1, HLA-B27 haplotype. The most likely diagnosis for this patient is reactive arthritis, which was likely precipitated by a gastrointestinal infection. Individuals who are HLA-B27 positive are at an increased risk of developing reactive arthritis. Reactive arthritis is a seronegative spondyloarthropathy that typically presents after an infection. Reactive arthritis can be precipitated by a variety of pathogens, including chlamydia, salmonella, shigella, campylobacter, yersinia, and mycoplasma. Reactive arthritis is characterized by a triad of symptoms, including urethritis, uveitis and conjunctivitis, and large joint arthritis. The diagnosis is often made on the basis of clinical history alone. However, laboratory evaluation can help to confirm the diagnosis. CRP and ESR are often elevated. Importantly, individuals who are HLA-B27 positive are at an increased risk of developing reactive arthritis. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. HLA-DR4 is an HLA haplotype associated with certain autoimmune conditions, including rheumatoid arthritis and polymyalgia rheumatica. It is not associated with an increased risk of reactive arthritis. Choice 3. Anti-CCP antibody is associated with rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis presents with bilateral symmetric arthritis that frequently affects the knees, metacarpophalangeal joints, and proximal interphalangeal joints. The pain often improves throughout the day. Given this patient's symptoms of urethritis and conjunctivitis, as well as the preceding history of gastrointestinal infection, reactive arthritis is the more likely diagnosis. Choice 4. Anti-centromere antibody is seen in patients with Crest syndrome, an autoimmune disorder characterized by joint calcinosis, Raynaud's phenomenon, esophageal dysfunction, sclerodactyly, and telangiectasias. This patient's history of large joint arthritis, urethritis, and conjunctivitis following a gastrointestinal infection is more consistent with reactive arthritis. Choice 5. Rheumatoid factor is an autoantibody directed against the FC portion of the IgG immunoglobulin. It is seen in a variety of seropositive autoimmune conditions, including rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus erythematosus, and Sjogren's syndrome. It is not associated with reactive arthritis, which is one of several conditions known as seronegative spondyloarthropathies because they are not associated with rheumatoid factor. Finally, a bullet summary. Reactive arthritis typically presents with urethritis, conjunctivitis, and large joint arthritis following a gastrointestinal or sexually transmitted infection. Individuals who are HLA-B27 positive are at an increased risk of developing reactive arthritis. That's all for this review about reactive arthritis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. 
a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.